live from New York. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. It's Ask a Turkey. <laughs> ask an engineer. Ask engineer Turkey. It's me, Lady Ada, right. with my turkey friend. With me is Mr. Lady Ada. We're here at the Ada Fruit Factory. Where? Uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, enough. I'm gonna turn you into dinner. Hold on. Uh, sorry. Uh, we're here at the Adafruit Factory. We do all of our design, testing, manufacturing, uh, shipping of electronic goodies around the world. Y'all are probably interested in like, are we gonna have some sales maybe? Or like, can you get free stuff? Or like, what's the new stuff? There's a little bit of, I mean, tomorrow's definitely Thanksgiving day, but then, you know, Friday's a shopping day. So we got all sorts of details about that coming up, as well as some amazing projects, tons of guides, news from CircuitPython, and more. What's on tonight's show, Mr. Lady Ada? On tonight's show, the code is thank you, because it's Thanksgiving, and we're gonna be saying lots of thank yous. So thank you, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Our way of saying thank you is, one well, saying thank you. Uh, the other one is get 10% off. Um, this is a good idea, even though there might be a sale on Friday and Monday and over the weekend because we will run out of stuff. So you get 10% off in the Adafruit store tonight. You might want to do that if you're worried about stuff going out of stock. And we promise you that will always happen on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday of a week like this. It supports us, an open source hardware company here in New York City. Uh, ain't nothing like an Adafruit. And the only reason we're around is because you all purchase stuff once in a while. So thank you. And don't forget to use the code. Show and tell people around the world showing and sharing the projects. Lady it'll go over those. Got a special mailbag this week. Pack a mailbag and stop by. We'll read some of thank yous that came in. Circuit Python news. Python on hardware. We'll do our recap of the week. Time travel. Look back in the world of makers, hackers, artists, engineers, technology, weird things, and more. Help wanted. We have jobs from the jobs board. We talk about every single week, and we want to remind you. Post your skills and more. Made in New York City. In New York City, there's a factory. It's called Adafruit. We have footage from That's it. That's us. 3D printing, Noam Pedro's videos of the week. New products. Got a bunch of cool new stuff. Top secret. These are going to blow your mind. This this week, this is a big top secret. Good ones. So uh, tune in. Some to, of which you've never seen. Tune before. in towards the end of the show if you want to leave and come back. But if you know, maybe watch the whole thing. Oh yeah. And uh, we'll answer your questions. We do that over on Discord. Adafruit.it/slash/discord. We're almost 9,000 members, by the way. Uh, getting really close. You want to be number 9,000? 9, 9,000 humans. If you haven't joined Discord, do it now. Adafruit.it slash Discord. It's 24-hour yes. day, 7-day week, 365 hackerspace. That's friendly. You can bring your granddaughter to is what people are saying about it. And at the end, you have a trivia question. The show. All that and more on, you guessed it, Ask an Engineer. Bam. Okay. Well, we're going to um, pay some bills here. Don't forget the codes. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Even though there's sales going on right now and even later, you how you get free stuff, which is unusual. It's unlike most websites. So, Lady Ada, what is the free things? Okay, free? here's what the free things you get. So, in addition to getting that 10% off when you use the thank you code, for orders that have $99 or more of stuff in the cart, you will get a free Promoproto half-size breadboard. This handy uh, printed circuit board can be used to take your uh, solderless breadboard projects and make them permanent. That's the permanent, nice and solid. I love these. I use them all the time. 199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping. This is a high quality ground shipping in the content of the United States. It's trackable. Order now, you'll get it before holiday season for sure. Um, so that's a good time if you want to save money on shipping, get free shipping. Um, order now and, check, and you choose free UPS ground when you order $200 or more. And then 299 or more, you get a free Circuit Playground Express. This is the gift 
of the season. Circuit Playground Express, we've got hundreds of projects, guides, tutorials, videos. Uh, you can use MakeCode, you can use Arduino, you can use CircuitPython, you can use code.org, CS Discoveries. You can like, there's even, um, what's that other, the microblock thingies? There's even more, more and more and more ways to program it and learn electronics with this board that has everything built in. LEDs, sensors, capacitive touch, um, memory, like more sensors, more LEDs. Uh, and you can write your name in the back. So all that and more, it's free when you order enough stuff in your cart. And it'll tell you like how much you have to get to get those free things as well. So Okay. Um, some reminders just on type of shipping. So in the U.S., use UPS. Good. That's one. UPS ground. Um, it's a good deal. Low cost. Track, trackable. Trackable. Postal, especially around now, um, it's a little bit of a risk. You should always make sure that you know that it could be delayed. It's the way the postal service works. Um, it's just how it is. It's lower cost, though. DHL International. That's if you're anywhere outside the U.S., it'll sell right through customs, prepaid, all that stuff. It gets you really fast. We do have our shipping deadlines. Make sure you check our website. Uh, you'll want to coordinate with friends, family, yourself, if you want things to show up before any holiday-specific date. If you're in Manhattan, we have same-day delivery. If you check out before 11 a.m., of course, not tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, so we won't be doing tomorrow but we will have that every other day that's not holiday um and one last reminder we are not shipping of course tomorrow so if you place an order today tonight it will not ship out till friday okay lady uh people around the world showing and sharing their projects we said a bunch of thank yous but um, yes once again um, we do a show and tell it's getting close to like 10 years in a row now um and uh thank you everyone who shows their projects um when people get together and show projects, more people get together and show projects. Yes, and that's they're what, inspired. And that's what someone said. They said, oh, you know, I, I have to usually work on Wednesday nights, but I still watch the shows. And just seeing that, you know, that that's what they like to see, more people showing and sharing. So it's like a, a show and tell worldwide every single week that people get to, to tune into. The show and tell is ourselves. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so uh, who's on the show and tell? What, okay. did, what, did, they, what did they share? Um, Adafruit West uh, person, Erin. She showed off her um, amazing resin table with NeoPixels embedded in it. It's like a gorgeous three foot by three foot table with a couple hundred NeoPixels. It looks great. She's been working on this for months and so a guide's being written up. But I'm um, checking out the video. It's a very like everyone went ooh when she like turned on the NeoPixels because it was really cool looking. Um, and of course you can program it with uh, CircuitPython or Arduino. Phil B um, is, is a little bit sad because uh, Halloween, which is the best holiday of the year is over until unless you want to count next year which is just beginning but um wanted to start off maybe doing some krampus celebrations because he loves krampus with a krampus globe um it's it, instead of snow it uses um the filthy coal um of the evil souls of the children that he eats and then um it, instead of rainbow uh circuit playground express it has the glowing fires of hell like a beautiful red and orange glowing uh, demon fire and he also made those cool gritty eyes that you could showed off and he's uh he posted it up in the in the googly eye guide thank you for demonstrating them once again that's right specular highlights Katni um did her first major software refactor she refactored the character lcd library um in circuit python it is now so object oriented it's so easy to make new uh, character LCD displays with different um, converters and, and breakouts and stuff. Uh, check that out. She did a huge uh, V3 release and all the documentation has been updated as well. Uh, Mike B showed off a guide he'll be writing up. It's a Neo Trellis painter box. It's like you just press the little buttons and they change colors. It's like so great to like, you know, um, you know, draw a little four by eight 
um, drawing city was like Microsoft Windows um, 1.0 or something, like very low res, but you can make like cool little drawings or animations with it. And also thinking of some Circuit Playground Express holiday project ideas. Known Pedro, we're live from Epcot Center. They were not expected. They're, they're showing off next week's project with a GPS tour guide using Halloween. It um, uses the GPS featherwing to know where you are and then um, plays audio and shows an uh, image on the display. So as they're going on Epcot, um, it knows where they're going and it will show like a, a little um, display. On the display, it'll show a graphic of like the uh, event or the um, location at Epcot. And then also play a little tour guide audio or um, if it's there's I guess an area where you go to different countries so you go to like France yeah but, like, and Epcot, you walk around all, there's different yeah. countries yeah. And we were talking about this project the goal is if you know Python or even if you don't know Python you want to learn coding people always come up with ideas like I'd love a location-based mp3 player so when like I'm running and I get to a certain spot it plays this song or when I go to a certain location it'll unlock this music or this this audio file and so they were able to make this project and it's circuit Python it's audio and it's uh, the images. So as they explore Epcot, it unlocks those different songs or anthems or whatever when they get there. That's, it's a very, very powerful idea that anyone can make. So that'll be next week's project. You'll see it on our, our site. Yes. Um, okay, next up. Sorry, what was I going to look at? Okay, Brian just got back from DesignerCon. He was actually, um, his stuff starred in um, the CircuitPython newsletter. He made these custom... Circuit Python boards with M4 for embedding into resonant um, art forms. So it's like this raccoon, and it has a dot star that's a heartbeat, and like it's all done in Circuit Python. He showed off his custom boards that he's designing for this art, and he was sh showing it off and selling it at DesignerCon. And then he also showed off his dot star carrier board. So he's been doing a lot of advanced engineering, and he said that Circuit Python um, was great for his art because it made it really fast to iterate and update. Um, Jay. Um, showed off, uh, he usually can't make it, but because uh, he works on Wednesday, but this time, I guess because of the holiday, he could show off his Nerf gun. He weathered it, he put a Raspberry Pi in it, it's running OpenCV, it's got a camera and a display, and like, you know, maybe it can and identify uh, humans to, to Nerf. And then he's also making a 20, uh, 2020, like an 8020 uh, metal frame, um, 3D printed enclosure. So it's an enclosure for a 3D printer because in winter, um, the printer, like it, the drafts in his garage um, or workshop, uh, makes the prints um, sometimes get sticky or they don't work out. So he'll, this gigantic enclosure will have uh, acrylic around it to keep um, drafts and, and cold out so it'll stay nice and toasty and 3D print through the winter. Um, it's like the snow piercer of like 3D printing or something. Like always through the winter, he will be 3D printing. Uh, and then Bill B um, visited Dan Halbert in Cambridge. They had a fun time. Uh, in Cambridge. Maybe they went to Mary's and got some dun-dun noodles. And then um, he talked about when, uh, this Sunday. This Sunday is Adaptathon. He's going to have like 100 kids from high school and college robotics clubs come by. They're going to get all these toys. There's like a couple hundred toys that they're going to adapt so that kids that use accessibility technology can play with these toys. He showed off this Zoom tube, this cool new toy, and he showed how he's hacking it to add uh, AT switches. They have this uh, Hey Hey uh, the, the Moana chicken, they're, they're modifying it also, so you can use an AT switch instead of shaking it or squeezing it. So good stuff. If you're in Orlando on Sunday, um, check it out, and maybe you can help, especially if you're a skilled solderer. And then um, he's also 3D printing some light touch switches. And then uh, Dan came, back, came by um, briefly, and uh, we got a preview of some eyes that go in a skull. So he took two Halloweens 
and he put like some eyeball coat in them and he's sticking them in a skull of some sort. So that's kind of cool. Maybe we'll see more of that next week. All participants on the show and talking to Asin on the show and tell sticker. And you also get our thanks. Thanks for coming by, everyone. Part of our Adafruit Live series of shows. Um, John Park, JP, he's off tomorrow, of course. He's probably going to be eating some turkey, turkey like substance. So I have some videos from uh, the latest things he's been doing. A lot but of, lots of stuff to keep you busy. A lot of Neo Trellis projects. So I wanted to show some of the musical stylings of JP. So normally we read the emails or tweets or comments that the community sends in, and we read these on our show here and also at State of the Fruit, which we uh, call State of the Fruit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do we call it again? Which we call State of the Fruit. Well, there you uh, go. Our weekly all-company meeting that we do, even for remote folks that get the notes, and sometimes they participate over uh, video. It all depends. But this week, um, and we do this every year, the community support and publishing team emailed uh, everyone said, hey, like, do you have anything you're thankful for? So we're going to be doing this blog post. It'll be tomorrow. So you'll see a bunch of this stuff. Um, so I just wanted to read just the first one. You'll see the rest of these. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, they're always funny because they're just from everyone at Adafruit who, who works here. Uh, one is thankful for fluffy quadrupeds, assuming they made cats and dogs, things like that. Thankful chacos, bagels are pretty neat as well. And then this one, um, I'm grateful to be part of a team that is making the world more open, caring, and delightful and uh, to feel safe in, a, in the face of adventure and opportunity and for all my friends and the experience we create in each other's lives. So you just hear a lot of things um, that people um, have to say. And then one, um, this was nice to hear because uh, we don't know who these are from, um, but someone said uh, they were really thankful for, for the mother's room that we have for returning moms. Um, so it's just kind of neat that, you know, that they, they... It's a lovely room. Yeah. I've never know, been in we, it. <laughs> we, we try to do, we try to be the, the best possible employer we can with the resources we have. So we have things like we did the payday off for voting. We did, we do payday off for charity. We have the mother's room. We just finished all of our health care benefits for everyone. Uh -huh. We have one great plan. And uh, so our Edna rep came in and um, I always ask them, like, please tell the team how our benefits rank with all the other companies of the a bigger size, smaller size, same size, whatever. And the Aetna rep so far consistently said, you have better, even though we have Aetna benefits and we work at Aetna, you have a better plan than I do. Yeah. Um, because we have a, a really good healthcare plan for the, the team. And then we're uh, doing our 401k meeting pretty soon. 
Um, and so these are the things, like, I think employers, they'll give you a gift card, although, hey, thanks, everybody, like, you know, employee appreciation day, but I think your actions are what, what matters the most. And I think um, when you have the opportunity to do stuff, I remember when you first started Adafruit, you always gave healthcare. Um, to the yeah the, from the very beginning when, from the very beginning when it was it wasn't like, was the law you didn't have to yeah and uh, we did transit benefits it wasn't the law and we, we, we always tried to do the best and and, and watch the world catch up to us yeah. and so that's what we've been doing so anyways that's the way we say things but it was also nice that the um, you know the team doesn't have to send these in they did so it was very nice of them so thank you everybody whoever sent these in yes. um, we'll be reading all of them tomorrow okay don't forget adafruit.it slash discord is where we answer all our questions so you should head there now Okay. JP also does Make Code Minute every yeah. single week. So we're going to play this one. Learn all about Make Code. Yeah. Take it away, JP. The Make Code Minute. Right on. So uh, what do we have here today? So for the Make Code Minute today, I wanted to talk about uh, logic loops. So specifically the if else or uh, else if statement. So if you look here in my make code session, uh, right here in the logic uh, portion of the categories, we have this if true then or if true then else, and they also have these plus signs, and that's important. So what I've done is I've loaded up my forever loop with these statements. And uh, what you can see is that I have a statement that says if a counter which is a variable I've created, gets to four, then drop it back down to zero. So I'm using this as a way to loop. When I press a button, I'm gonna move this, increment this counter, but I only want it to get to zero, one, two, three, and then back to zero. Uh, then I've got a series of these if, else if statements. And what these say is, what do we do when the counter is at zero? What do we do when the counter is at one, two, and three? And so what I'm doing is I'm simply changing the colors of the NeoPixels on the Circuit Playground Express depending on which number in the counter I get. So this is one way to create sort of a little uh, list that we're gonna run through each time we press the button. So if you take a look at the Circuit Playground Express here, there you can see one, two, three, zero, one, two, three. And so that is how you can use the if-else statement to look at conditions and when they're met, do something. And so that is your Make Code Minute. And that's the Make Code Minute. Uh, JP will be returning next week. For more, more fun. Okay. Python on Hardware. We bring you the latest news from the growing trend. The it's most pink snakes. Python on electronics. Okay. So, what um, happened this week? Well, this week we looked at art. Oh, le art. Art. And the combination of art and electronics, and I could think of no better example than this right now. And uh, luckily, Brian just came on our show. So this is from uh, Bay Area artist Vanessa DiTulio. Did I pronounce that right? And these were the ceramic sculptures that were at DesignerCon. And the special cool thing about these is they run CircuitPython. Embedded inside. Inside. And uh, Brian, who works on this, said that um, he could have used other things, but the iteration and the ability to work fast and get these in prototype format and actually get it to work is uh, what made him choose CircuitPython. So I think this is one of those good examples of um, why we made CircuitPython. We wanted to make it for everyone. Um, if you're an artist and you want to make something glow and something move, 
Um, you shouldn't have to spend forever on it. You should be able to build something that you want to build, and Python is a very principal language for lots of people, particularly artists. We also looked at other types of art. So there's a generative art project on GitHub that we link to, Ooh. and it's uh, just made of Python. So this is like a Python processy type thing. Uh, Dave did a servo tester, and yeah. actually Dave uh, didn't make it to show and tell, but I know he's working on this because I just looked at it on Instagram. He got Flappy Bird working on Trellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. Uh, so, but uh, this is a this is a really handy thing. I mean. We, this is a project he actually came up with this because he's been doing a lot of robotic stuff and you know like every motor is a little bit different sometimes you've got like 90 degree range sometimes 180 metal gear is different than plastic micro or continuous rotation so this is a little um circuit python controlled servo tester that will actually you know set the angle and tell you like as you turn it it will set it so you can tell exactly where it stops so perfect for specifying out your motors like figuring out what is the exact pulse width for each one and uh, you know, so it's good to like just test and see the physical range. Okay. Very handy. This is from Cedar Grove. This is a final prototype of circuit Python based testers used to fix and repurpose analog meters. Yeah, look, he's got a custom Featherwing yeah. as well. All right, next handy. up, um, you know, we keep an eye on all things Python on hardware. This is the Sippy Max a Risk. Uh, 564 AI module. It's on Indiegogo. Yeah, um, it looks like there is a MicroPython port for it. We're going to be watching this. Yeah, it's a 600 megahertz processor, and it's it looks like the MicroPython is basically one of the ways that they're suggesting people program it, which is which is neat because like historically, you know, these boards would come with like embedded Linux, but they're actually like no, you know, if you're going to go with an embedded like real time type operating system, maybe just go straight to Circuit Python and yeah. then use that as your operating system. And then uh, Kenna posted up, this is a Pixel 32. It's MicroPython on your Pixel kit in the browser. And yep. uh, we linked over to GitHub this is and the, the video. Web REPL, I think, for the ESP32. Yep. And they just adapted it to be optimized for um, the Kenna board. So again, a, a, another example of a, a product that has an embedded um, you know, REPL with embedded MicroPython, embedded CircuitPython, so you can program it directly without needing an IDE or compiler. And uh, as we prepare for AdaBox 10, we're talking about light and sound and more. We have a lot of articles from Tron to the Magic Kingdom, things that inspired us to do light and sound with Python. We also pointed to some of the guides we have and more. Um, updated guide, this is our little OWL project. Yep, Mikey Sklar has updated this uh, from Arduino to now it works on CircuitPython. And um, this is a Mike Barella original project. We still have the little kit for it, but now you can use a JAMA M0. And then we had some made with Moo. Uh, ben posted up some fantastic slides and code on GitHub on um, Pygame Zero, which is a really easy way to use Moo, our favorite editor, to make games. And in case you're wondering what Moo is, it makes it easy as possible to get started with programming, but aims to help you graduate to real development tools later. One of the cool things I like about it is you're typing code. It's not a block editor. There's things like make code for that, but this one is you're learning Python as you're going along. But it does stuff like, you know, oh, hey, you know, I think you didn't put enough spaces here, yeah. or like this is a, you mistyped something. So it does help you along. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, and, and as one of the uh, creators of it, uh, Nicholas said, it's uh, like the toddling stage in learning to walk. You're finding your feet, and once you're confident, you should be able to move on and explore. Um, speaking of Python, looks like, and we posted up uh, this on Twitter and more, that um, Python's going to be the official programming language in France. So, uh, th th when, like they, when, yeah, when they're teaching programming, it's going to be Python. Okay. So that's a big deal. Um, and we're seeing and hearing about more of this. It's one of the most popular programming languages in the world. And then I think you'll see more curriculums go for it. And then um, this one, this made the rounds. This is an interesting thing. Um, this is from Andreas. 
And uh, this was an interesting video. It uh, was, uh, I'll just read the description. Python seems to be the fastest growing programming language. It is widely used to program Raspberry Pis. It's on the verge of becoming available on our small microcontrollers. Has it come time to leave the IDE, the Arduino IDE, and go on? And, uh, you know, popular video, lots of people had comments. But the cool thing is, it's now it's now a conversation. People are, it's not even like use Arduino or it's never, it's never like, oh, there's a replacement, like never use Arduino. Yes, there's always going to be times you want to use yeah. Arduino. But he did a really good job. Uh, I think he did a good job video. comparing when you want to use either one. Yeah. There are time situations, like for example, this artist who's like, I need fast iteration. I don't need ultra high speed. I just actually want usability. I want um, safety in code. I want the code not to, you know, crash or like, you know, we, we just wrote a, a little article for a magazine that's going to come out. And you never have to worry about like, oh, if you divide by zero or like read the wrong memory location, which is so easy to do in Arduino that your code will crash and you'll never know what happens. If, if something goes wrong in Python, it will pop you out and say, hey, you know, an exception occurred. Here's where it is. So as you're developing a project, it'll help you catch your bugs. It'll help you um, not make memory access errors or, um, you know, worry about getting like invalid data and then you don't realize that you had invalid data because it, it, it fails somewhere else. There's so much checking that happens in each step because it's a, an interpreted language. Um, but yeah, on the smaller microcontrollers, of course, you always want to use Arduino because CircuitPython or MicroPython will fit on them. But, you know, the chips that are coming out now, there's not a lot of new small 8-bit micros. All the new things coming out now are Cortex-M3s, M4s. Suddenly, like, the M7s are coming out. They're becoming more popular. Um, that speed is 600 megahertz. If you have 600 megahertz and such a complicated peripheral chain, you can't just toggle a register anymore. It doesn't work that way. There is no like, ooh, I toggle a register and now the pin goes high. No, no, no. You can't do that no more once you get into these, these yeah. processors. There's so many steps you have to like synchronize the clocks and you have to take control of the bus and you have to like, you know, stop any other multi-core stuff happening and then perform your action. If you're going to be doing that, you might as well have something like CircuitPython to help you with that abstraction, let you do more um, instead of spending like line by line. You know, one, one two-letter command in Python, like the in or with command, is equivalent to like 30 or 40 lines of C. So you can just zoom through your code. I think the thing that I've seen is people want to get started really fast and they want to do a lot of iteration and interpret language with something like the REPL with uh, Moo in particular yeah. and something like CircuitPython where it shows up as a drive. When you save the file, it restarts. Those are all the things that people, they're like, this is how it should be. Yeah. Very interesting. Anyways, I think a lot of it was covered. Check out the video. Um, it's ne it's never which one yeah. was good <clears throat> for the task at hand. Okay. Speaking of mega processors. Yeah, we're going to do this in, um, it's not out yet, but um, this is some of the stuff that we showed. <sighs> Look at all these Midi, great hardware. Bluefruit NRF, um, mega. And then uh, we also have some upcoming events. PyCon will be in 2019, May 1st through 9th. This was our most clicked from the previous week, all graphic widgets in one form. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I keep track of that. And then in our Help Wanted section, um, we went over the, the Pi jobs that, uh, that are there. So if you're looking for a job with the Raspberry Pi Foundation, they have a club program manager and a club growth manager. Um, we're still looking for help for translating the messages in CircuitPython. We have a link to that. We have our awesome CircuitPython list. And all this is in Adafruit Daily that goes out every single Tuesday. Um, is I think it's the most popular Python on hardware newsletter at the I'm moment. I'm saying it. I'm calling it. It is. And, Number uh, one. That's it. That's the news Number for one. Python Number on hardware one. this week. Blinka says goodbye. Okay. 
uh, time travel. Look back at the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers. Um, what happened? Celebrating a birthday. What? Happy birthday, Windows 1.1. Oh, yay! <laughs> wow, look at that amazing color scheme. That's scan. right. So it runs as a graphical 16-bit multitasking shell on top of the existing MS-DOS installation. And uh, it was spearheaded by company founder Bill Gates after he saw a demonstration uh, that was another windowing system. So it was released 1985, and uh, you probably said, you know, what was what was the advertisement for it? How did people find out about it? And so well, we, we, dug, we dug one up, and we're going to play it. This is an actual Windows 1.0 commercial from 1985 that um, I saw a while ago, and when we had this on our site, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should add this to the show. So I decided to do it. How much do you think this advanced operating environment is worth? Wait just one minute before you answer. Watch as Windows integrates Lotus 123 with Miami Vice. Now we can take this Ferrari and paste it right into Windows right. Now how much do you think Microsoft Windows is worth? Don't answer. Wait until you see Windows Lite and Windows Paint and to listen to what else you get at no extra charge. The MS-DOS executive, an appointment calendar, a card file, a notepad, a clock, a control panel, a terminal, a principal, a RAM driver, and can you believe it? Reversi, that's right. All these features in Reversi, all for just how much did you guess? Five hundred? A thousand? Even more? No, it's just ninety-nine dollars. That's right. It's ninety-nine dollars. It's an incredible value, but it's true. It's Windows from Microsoft. Order today. P.O. Box 286 DOS. Except in Nebraska. Okay, reversi. So I gotta do reversi now. Yeah, so you know, P.O. Box. That's back to, that's oh, how, I love that's the a, PO Box 286 DOS. You had to send your 100 bucks, Classic. and then you'd get a disc in the mail. So anyways, um, that's uh, Happy Birthday, Windows 1.0. That's a good ad. Yeah. Uh, help Wanted. These are Adafruit job board. Um, go to jobs at adafruit.com. Post your skills, but also take a look at some of the latest jobs. There are too many to list. There are so um, many we had to edge pagination. Yeah. So check it out. And if you're a company that wants to have um, some of the best, most talented makers in the world apply for the jobs that you have, uh, yeah, we this got. Is, this is the place oh to go. Oh my goodness, more came so, in. Uh, Ingenious Design has a mobile developer, electrical engineer, software engineer, systems engineer. Dame, uh, who we know, that's from Dan's company, electrical and engineering technician. Um, a Arduino NeoPixel consultant wanted from GAD Systems. A senior firmware engineer from Extrava. Um, it just goes on and on and on and on, so do check it out. Okay, Lady, uh, we have a bunch of guides. You know how many we have? Uh, like 20. 286? No, we have 1,651 1, guides. But none of them are reversi. <laughs> well, I'm just... i got to do that now. Now I'm like, I have to do reversi for trials. We could do that. Okay, so we had some, uh, we had like nine guides that went live. We had so many guides. So let's, um... Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get ready here because we have, we have, we have so many that I have to move some windows around. Okay. On the screen here. Some windows one. Well. Okay. So we, yeah. uh, so at the top left we have that turkey hand. You saw a little video. This is a cricket powered project. It's got uh, Circuit Playground Express, a uh, cricket uh, with a speaker, and it um, it gobbles when you shake it or touch it. So it's a little uh, decorative battery-powered robot. Um, you know, we were thinking about the robot, the turkey hands that people make, and we thought, let's make a little robot out of it. So uh, thanks to Dano for writing that up. It's a great beginner project. Um, I wrote up a sensor, a soil sensor uh, tutorial. If you got the soil sensor for Stemma, sorry, it took me a couple of days to write that up. Um, but you can use it with CircuitPython or Arduino. Great uh, I2C, capacitive touch, 
uh, soil and moisture and temperature sensors. So very handy for um, uh, devices like the Raspberry Pi, which don't have analog inputs, because uh, a lot of um, soil moisture sensors are analog only. Um, but this is I2C and you can get the data um, quite easily over two pins. Colin uh, wrote up the uh, circuit playground piece for PCB guide. I'm sure you loved that video that came out a couple days, weeks ago. Uh, and that has a guide as well that you can follow along um, and, as well as the video embedded and some more resources if you're interested about how PCBs are made. Do you have the LED harness bra, which is this like totally amazing project. Um, it even shows you how to make um, this like vinyl harness. You sew it together, you put the NeoPixels in and then you write code um, that you can run with any Arduino. It just looks amazing and it's great. You can wear it on top of anything. The author um, wore this to Burning Man and said, you know, at nighttime she could wear like a nice warm sweater and then you put this on top and she's like lit, visible and having a time at the parties, but you know, doesn't have to worry about like um, getting like super cold because uh, it gets cold there. Or during the daytime you can wear um, a light shirt underneath it as well. Um, we have from Known Pedro a simple iPad Pro bumper. Uh, this week they're taking off, so they just published a simple project uh, that they found useful, which is printing out a, uh, a neo, sorry, a, a flexi, flexible, flex, flexible filament bumper for their iPad Pro. Do you have one that might be handy? From JP, we've got, um, we showed you some of the videos earlier. It's a classic MIDI for the Neo Trellis. Neo Trellis has a stemma connector, this four-pin connector that has um, UART data that you can send out of it, and then you, by connecting it to a um, 3.5 millimeter terminal block and then plugging in a MIDI adapter, it's a kind of a standard, there's a standard MIDI uh, 3.5 millimeter adapter you can get. You can use your new trellis to send MIDI data from the buttons and from the accelerometer to control older synthesizers that need raw MIDI data. So he wrote up a nice guide, explains you know, how that works in UART, because we support both UART MIDI and USB MIDI, it's a little confusing because um, one is like you plug directly into the computer and another one uses this big chunky jack and you plug it into your little old Casio keyboard or something. Um, from Isaac Wellish, we've got this adorable ice cream truck using uh, Cricut and a Circuit Playground Express. It's got two wheels, it drives around, it plays a tune on the Circuit Playground, it's got some NeoPixels uh, as well as a, uh, a Adabot character to let you know uh, it's time to serve ice cream, so check that out. It's a little bit more of an advanced Cricut guide, but it's um, a nice take on the robotic rover. Um, this rover does more than just bump into walls. It serves ice cream. Um, from Colin, we showed the video of the Neo Trellis Arpeggiator. Um, this is kind of neat. It can either make the sound on its own or send MIDI commands out either way, so you can control something else. Uh, as you saw, like we had it uh, controlling an old synthesizer, or you can just make the tunes on its own. It uses an arpeggiation, so when you press a note, it'll play the notes that go well with it. So you can kind of sound like you're a musician, even if you're like me and you don't know much about music at all. Um, we also had um, the epic uh, guide from last week, JP's um, write-up of Dean Miller's 16-step uh, sequencer and the basic sequencer. This is a really advanced synthesizer with stutter control, um, eight different sound effects, eight recordable sound effects. You can use a microphone to record your own sounds. Bit crusher uh, filters that can be um, turned on and off and with the accelerometer, so as you tilt it, the filters go on and off. Uh, tempo adjust, volume adjust, um, and, and you can solo the kits, so you can like turn on and off different um, drums and different samples. It's like a really advanced drum machine. You got a lot of inspiration from the Teenage Engineering kits, 
uh, and made a very powerful um, but pretty easy to use uh, 16, uh, 16 step sampler sequencer. Uh, and it uses like a tier 909 type sample. So it's like a very drum machine, but of course you can update it with whatever other uh, sound effects if you like. And then, uh, yeah, we got the Davis Dell servo tester. Um, and then the dice guide. The dice guide. So this is a little, it's a simple guide that you uh, shake. You can select how many dice you want to do. Like, uh, you know, for RPGs, you might want like a six sided die, and you need three of them, or you have a 20 sided die, and you need two of them. It will uh, animate and it will display the numbers on the side. And then uh, the servo, we showed you off that before the circuit Python. Servo tester, handy for roboticists. And that's it. There's a lot of guides this week. That's right. Whew. 1,651. <sighs> thank you, guide writers and all the people who work on it. And thanks, and Mike Barella, for yeah. just, he, he gets them all ready for me. He tees them up, and I, and I make them live. And, um, you know, we, we make sure that every guide is really good. We are, we're into the yeah. high-quality guides, always have code, always have diagrams, always have, like, an animation or a video so you know what you're getting. Um, pick a project, any project. You've got 1,651 6, 1, to choose from this long weekend. Okay, in New York City, we have some factory footage from some stuff going around this week. Take it away. Pass to us. City factory footage tour without some sunset. Lovely sunset. Sun rising. I think it's a sunset. Yeah. yeah. Alright. 3D printing. You know, Pedro printed up a bunch of stuff this week. The iPad Pro bumper. bumper. Yeah. 
Yep. A simple but handy project. Yeah, you need this. If you have one of those, because there's a little camera thing. I break stuff all the time. And of course we have a speed up, take it away, Juan Pedro. Zoom! Again. Three D Hangouts will be back next week. Um, we have to do a reminder because folks are going to be like, "How come I couldn't get an Adabox?" Because it was too late. Um, we have this many openings left in Adabox. Not many. Ten. Not many. So if um, we just added some more, um, but we have to ship them in time for the holidays. So here is your video reminder: the time is running out. If you want an Adabox Ten, which ships early December, you'll get it before. You know, Christmas, essentially. Like, that's what people Christmas. always ask. Like, yeah. that's a date. Yeah. Um, but you should do it now. You should take a break. Go to adabox.com and order it. This is your, this is your clock reminder. We have a video with a clock. Tick-tock, tick-tock. It's like, hi. Hi. Hi, order. Running out of time. And uh, if you have a young person and you want to give them an Adabox, this is the way to do it. You can give it as a gift, or you can get it for yourself. Or get two. Yep. <laughs> one for you, one for a gift. Okay, Lady Ada, before we go off to new products, Dakotas, thank you. 10% off an Adafruit store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. If you want to hold off and not pick up anything till Friday, that's fine, uh, because there might be other sales. But just keep in mind, um, every year we run out of stuff right around. The next four days, like, the Adafruit store will just be emptied out. So if you want to get ahead of... If there's anything you want now, do it now, get 10% off now, and you get, of course, all the free stuff that goes along with that. Okay. Here we go. New, 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 Okay. Let's do this. First off, we've got this cable. This cable is a perfect demonstration of what it is. You've got USB on one end and lightning on the other. It allows you to plug in uh, keyboards and mice and MIDI devices. So, for example... You want to do something like this, you know what you're going to need? Yeah. Something like this. And we've shown this in some videos where we plug a 
uh, trellis or any microcontroller that has MIDI output, USB MIDI, you can plug it into an iPad and it will show up as a MIDI device and like there's no drivers or weird software and then you can use it with tons of apps, some of which are free, some which are not, um, to uh, connect your MIDI USB device. Um, you can also use it for HID input, like keyboard and mouse input. Note it won't let you do disk drive access, so like it's not like you can plug in a USB key and it'll show up as a drive and you can't use it for USB uh, CDC, it's basically like a camera connector, so it's only good for keyboard, mouse, and MIDI, and like some cameras, but it's not like it'll magically make it so you can use UART devices with iOS. Okay, next up. Okay, we got an upgade, up, update, upcade for the PiCade. An update-cade to the PiCade. <laughs> this is a great gift, I mean, this is amazing. Uh, it's an all-in-one kit, you build it yourself, no soldering required of the Pimeone Picade. It's got these beautiful buttons. It's got a nice joystick. It's got this like gorgeous screen. Um, it's like the nicest Raspberry Pi powered retro arcade. It's got the on off button on the side. Um, yeah, you can see the back and the, it has a protector on the back so you don't have to have it exposed. We just removed that so we could show you the photo and I've, I've got it here. Um, they went all out. They went all out and they changed the material. It's like a kind of a fiber material. It's got the new Picade X hat. Uh, it's got this new RT2660H uh, um, driver board. It's got a uh, big, let's, uh, big speaker. Let's go, let's go to this area. Yeah, it's got a lot going on here. It's got an 8-inch uh, high-resolution screen. Um, it's got a, a control control panel thing here, too. So this is a um, this is like an epic uh, build here. So this is they simplified it a lot. It's easier than ever, but it's also uh, quite powerful. Come you know comes with the latest. Raspberry Pi 3B, so it can emulate, uh, you know, not like the latest, 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 you know, uh, PSP, sorry, the um, like latest uh, PlayStation 4, but like earlier games, retro games, uh, Nintendo games, Super Nintendo games, uh, homebrews, um, and stuff like that, you can absolutely play uh, on the Picade. So this is a really uh, lovely build, and yeah, it's got this, um, like, uh, all laser cut or, or, or die cut um, pieces, you just snap them together. Uh, Seven so together, follow the instructions. It's a good weekend build, and you can make your own um, mini gaming board, gaming platform. Amazing. All right. So cool. This is mine now. Okay. Also, with a gigantic. We have universe. large things this week on the we show. We have some large things. Yeah. <laughs> These on. are large things. Okay. So, um, we also got the latest Keno Computer Kit Complete. This is a big update. The previous one was like, you know, you got a Raspberry Pi in a case. Now it's kind of an all in one enclosure. Um, it comes with all the software, you know, you do put it together, but it's again a very plug-and-play It's not too complicated. I think it comes with the microphone speaker. It comes with the uh, keyboard with built-in touchpad I believe the screen is a touchscreen um, As well, but I don't know if I've configured it correctly and then I can show it off maybe on the overhead It's, it's not enormous so I can uh, Yeah, thanks. I can just show this off. Um, so you've got um, all sorts of software you can run on it, um, such as uh, Scratch and Minecraft. You can make art. You can write code. And there's like an online uh, sharing system for um, sharing code as well. Um, and then I'll show you the backs. This is what you get to put together. Raspberry Pi, little power switch, um, TFT controller, uh, USB hub. I think this is a microphone over here. Um, a battery pack, so it's, you can see it's, it's, it's plugged in right now, but it actually can run off a of battery power as well. It's got a built-in battery pack. Um, and then all the cabling required, and I think that's a, a Bluetooth uh, or Wi-Fi connector. It looks like it's a, maybe an earlier 
Pi 3. And then, um, yeah, so it comes also with a keyboard, with a nice uh, touchpad. So it's like if you want to, you know, this is, it's a wireless keyboard. So maybe this is the wireless adapter. So it's, um, this is a, a, a great little um, DIY computer. It's all in one. It even comes with a screen now. It's a really, like, gorgeous screen. It's like a 10-inch, like, you know, at least 720p, maybe 1080p. Um, screen and it comes with all the software and and the whole point here is that you know you you have a community online it's not just like okay you built a computer and like good luck um, it takes you through um, online with a booklet like all the things you can do from beginners who just want to program in scratch to uh, play minecraft to people who actually want to program in python so yeah they've been coming out with some really nice stuff and this is this is really gorgeous and you can also like fit the keyboard in here i think it's like for, for portability there you go. Yeah. Very nice. So it's the new uh, complete Cano kit. So a complete rebuild of the previous Cano computer. All right. And the star of the show tonight, besides our community, newly data, is this. This is one of the most exciting products I think we've released in a very, very long time um, for people who use a Raspberry Pi. Yes. So we uh, had this coming soon, and we took some sign-up. We're making more and more, but we have the Cricut hats. This is the fourth iteration of the Cricut line which is a basically a helper board that does all the robotics hard stuff for you. So you can just stick to writing your Python code to do whatever you want your robot to do. Um, so this Cricut, unlike the previous ones, which were like Microbit or Circuit Playground Express or Feather Shaped, this one is um, Raspberry Pi hat shaped. So let's go to the overhead. I can yeah. show this demo. And if anyone who uses Raspberry Pi and tried to do robotics, it's always a challenge. And that's just the way it is because the Raspberry Pi is still somewhat new and getting things to move and all the hardware and all the drivers it's um it's not easy it's it's linuxy yeah. and so we think we fixed it we think we have everything you need now to do robotics with a raspberry pi and also works with circuit python so yes. if you use circuit python anywhere this will be very familiar or python 3 same thing the drivers are the same across the board so the cricket hat is just like a hat it plugs in um right on top and it gives you all of the things that um, uh, that a Raspberry Pi doesn't do well. So, um, you know, I'll turn it off in a second, but you can see it's, it's rotating a DC motor. This is a standard uh, brushless motor. It's got servo control. Um, and I'm going to turn it off just to, so it's not making noise. Um, it's got, um, okay, I'll turn it upside down so it's more readable. So it's got um, four servo connections. So you can connect four. Uh, hobby servos, you know, the, the ones that take a, a pulse input, and it does all the timing for you on chip. So you get four servos, eight analog inputs, or like digital outputs. So if you need uh, analog inputs or, or PWMs or whatever, you can get them from this port. You get a three volt power, ground, and a signal. There's a speaker connection. On other crickets, this is just connected to like the analog output of the Circuit Playground Express or something. On this, there's an I2S amplifier. So it actually takes the digital data and will give you like high quality audio output. Um, you can use small speakers or like enormous speakers, anything, 48 ohms, pretty much any speaker you can think of. Plug it in, it'll give you uh, three watts of audio. There's a NeoPixel driver. Again, Raspberry Pis aren't good at driving NeoPixels. Um, you can kind of do it, but this, the chip does it all for you. So you just send it, you know, up to a thousand pixels worth of data and it will do the timing for you automatically. You don't have to worry about using a special pin or anything. Um, it's all over the Python commands. We've got um, the motor ports. This is what I've got this uh, standard DC motor connected to. So any five volt motor can connect up. You get two bi-directional motors 
Or you can use one bipolar stepper. And where so are the headers? Someone wanted to know. Oh, these, what are they? Yeah. Um, these are the signal IOs. You can get eight pins, and each pin comes with a matching power and ground. So that's why there's like three in a row. Um, these come from the microcontroller, and again, you control them over Python, but you can, like analog inputs, you don't have on a Raspberry Pi, but if you have analog sensors that you want to connect to, you can plug them into here. So you can read like a potentiometer or like a, some distant sensors have analog input or output. You would use these, um, you just plug in headers into the, um, like wires with the headers. Oh, the Pi headers, they look like they can take stackers through them. You, you could stack through them. Right now it has like a, a basic non-stacking header, but yeah, you can stack on top if you'd like. They, they, they can go straight through. Um, and this is um, a four pin uh, drive output. So you get five volts and then four uh, they're called like Darlington outputs, so you can drive solenoids, unipolar, unipolar steppers, or some some basic um, you know high current device like high current LEDs or stuff. Um, this will do high current drive up to a half an amp per output um, with a, a, a Darlington transistor with uh, feedback um, diodes, a kickback diodes, so you don't have to worry about like your solenoid voltage coming in and damaging anything. Power comes in through here. So this is your five volt power. Um, you can also use this to power the Pi, although honestly I recommend having a separate power supply just because um, it's best to have like separated two power supplies, one for your logic and one for your motors because, you know, the motors can draw quite a lot of current and then they can be a little noisy. But power comes in here and you can turn it on or off. Um, there's a little LED that tells you that the power is uh, good or bad if you, um, if you, for example, uh, powered this separately and then you unplugged the, this power um, you know, it turns off to let you know, like, hey, like, you know, that, that wasn't a good idea. Like, you don't have power on the um, cricket hat anymore. And you can see it turns, turns red. Um, there's a reset button. There's USB. So this is interesting. This is for updating the firmware on this chip. But also, it's a USB to serial converter. So you can use it to um, log into your Raspberry Pi. Like, it, it, on the other crickets, it doesn't do that because there's no real reason to. But since we had two extra pins, we just added a USB to serial converter software to it. So you just plug this in and you can use it to like, you know, log in directly with um, any ser uh, serial terminal software. And then down here we have uh, four capacitive touchpads. So again, these are all handled by the Seesaw chip. So if you want to like touch something or have your robot, um, you know, have like a soil sensor or you want to have some sort of capacitive measurement, you get four alligator clip pads as well. Okay. And then we have slots here for like the camera and the display. So you can still use it with the camera and display just fine. So add like a robot with, um, you know, vision to it, or if you want to display output. Um, again, if you, you can program this all in Python and make a very advanced robot, and all the robotics are taken care of here while the, the logic is taken care of by the Raspberry Pi. Yeah, and like Dave said, I was just about to say the same thing. I like the little... Um Serial interface, so you can log into it. It's totally an um, extra. Okay, but it was free. Why not? So, um, just a couple quick questions, since this is such an interesting product. I think people, <sighs> There's yeah, so much. People, we'll answer questions during this because I think a lot of people who watch the new product video later will want to see this. Yeah. Um, so we answer the header question. Um, will it include the .h.c.cpp sources? It's actually all in Python. That's the, right. the the language that you used to program this is all it's over I squared C, and we have a Python library. Um, called Seesaw and Cricut, uh, and you just install it with pip, pip install, and the instructions are, are like in the guide. And then um, the code that goes on here is the Seesaw code that's already on GitHub, okay. and that is in C, C, uh, C and um, C++. But you can just grab that on GitHub if you wanted to modify it. Um, and then uh, people are answering the questions 
together, but uh, I'll just ask this. How many of the Raspberry Pi IOs are left after the Cricut hat takes what it needs? Um, the Cricut hat only uses two pins, I squared C. So there's only SDA and SCL, and you can share those. You, it, it only uses one I squared C address. The I2S amplifier, if you're going to be using that, uses three GPIO as well. But again, that's um, optional. You don't need to use it. Um, and then there's two more pins that you can barely see here. If you'd like to use, you can jumper IRQ pins, but you don't need to use them. Um, it, it does make it a little faster if you use an IRQ pin on the Cricut because uh, you're not busy waiting on um, I squared C. But other than that, all the other pins are available. So I think you get like maybe like 20 more GPIO. Yeah. But only only I squared C is used. Everything else Bill's is... Bill's in the chat. He had a pie to feather converter. He doesn't need that anymore. He can yeah, he needs this. And then the other thing is, yeah, I think um, this is going to be a popular product, so sign up for it. I, I, we put in a batch. I think We're we, putting a batch. We're going to put in we some more very anyway. soon. But yeah, sign People up. People have been waiting for this. Okay. Um, and with that, that's the, uh, that's the new product, lady. <sighs> Thank you, everybody. So much. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yes. New, 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 this uh, Lightning 2 USB on the go adapter is really handy. If you have something that has HID or USB MIDI output, you can plug it in and then use it with your iOS device. It's what it does. It does it quite well, great for your Neo Trellis or Circuit Playground Express. The new Pi kit from Pi Maroney is amazing. It's got a gorgeous screen, totally revamped electronics, totally revamped case. Everything about it is newer, better, easier than ever. This is like generation three and it's amazing. Um, a great project for anyone this holiday season. The new Complete Cano Kit is a great gift for kids who want to, or adults, who want to build their own computer and then program it with Python or Scratch or play Minecraft. You can build your own tablet, basically, um, all by yourself, built on a Raspberry Pi, and it comes with a software and community built in. The new Cricut Hat is our fourth iteration of the Cricut. It gives you analog inputs, PWM, four Darlingtons, two bipolar uh, DC motors, uh, two stepper controllers, four capacitive touch, uh, one NeoPixel output, an i2s amplifier, four servos, a USB serial converter, power management, all that and more on the Cricut hat. It uh, does all the robotics you've always wanted, everything the Raspberry Pi doesn't do, so you can get your robotics or mechatronics going while you use the Raspberry Pi and Python to build your creation. You know that Raspberry Pi you got because it was so cheap and you're like, well, like I'm gonna do something with one, one day, but you didn't, now you can. Okay, that's it. Thanks, everyone. All right. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Okay, um, the code for whatever we have in stock uh, left tonight, 10% uh, off, and then you're all the way up till 11.59 p.m. Uh, thank you. Uh, my suggestion, again, we'll have, because people are going to ask, we're going to have sales Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Friday, but we've run out of stuff, um, especially this week in particular, so you may want to purchase something and just save a buck or two, and don't forget you get the free stuff. Um, we have some top secret. Okay, what do you want to show? Okay, well, first off, I have a video of this, so I'm just going to yeah. show the video of it. Yeah, I'll just show the video. So this is, um, we've been working on this for a while. This is our one-year um, pass for Adafruit I.O. So uh, this will probably be in retail stores and other uh, fine Adafruit resellers, but we spent a lot of time on uh, how this looks because it was special. And so this will be in the store pretty soon, and uh, you'll probably be able to pick it up in some places. And I'll probably get you into some secret clubs. New York, New York Stock Club is Adafruit I.O. Plus. Um, yeah. And then uh, this is our new, we're calling it Grand Central. It's the Arduino Mega Form Factor. And we have a video that kind of shows how powerful this is. And uh, we posted up. 
music in Discord, but we're gonna play it here too. Okay. What is this? Help! I'm trapped. Help! Let me let me out of here. Get get me out of here. I'm in the uh, Grand Central Mega SamD51 board, and you know these have a camera connector. Like you can plug in one of these um, handy 8-bit cameras, and there's a peripheral that will take video or images from these cameras, and then we're just displaying it on our little TFT here. So it looks like I'm trapped, but I'm really over here. I'm safe. It's okay. Okay, and here it is. Yeah, I know. Hold on, I gotta. Hey, hello. Yeah. So, so yeah, this this, uh, demo. this shows the um, the camera. And um, we made it so the pins that you use for a camera almost completely line up so you can kind of, not exactly plug it in, but pretty much plug it in. And then um, we're just displaying it on a basic SPI um, TFT display as shown here. And I can, I can catch myself real fast. Um, it's only 10 hertz because the camera's only 10 hertz, but this is um, a quite a beefy processor. Um, you can see here, this is the next gen. So this is Rev-B. We added um, SD card slot. And the LEDs are a little sideways now. The on-off switch is over here on the side. Uh, it's got this SAMD51P20. SAMD so this is the max, max, max. It's 128 pins of, um, of, uh, around it. So we use like, I think 80 GPIO or something ridiculous. Tons of analog pins, eight circoms, uh, eight megabytes of SPI flash, SWD if you want to debug, um, power supply and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, it's like, you know, mega pinout compatible. We tried as hard as possible to make it um, as close to the mega as possible. So you should be able to use yeah. various shields um, that are mega designed on this. We'll, you know, we'll document, of course, it's not exactly the same as 3 Logic, for example, and, and not every pin does exactly the same things. It's a completely different chip, but I think we got it pretty close. All the, all the main functionality is identical. Yeah, this is gonna be a big deal. So we're still working on it. And it's massive. But as you can tell, um, we've been telling the story as we go along from the first Eagle file all the way to the first prototype PCBs to it being assembled right now. Um, we're, we're doing this. It's okay. so big. Uh, do you have yeah. anything else? Um, well, I could show this little like gamer thing I've been working on a little bit. I just brought these up. Hold on. Yeah, as someone said in this the chat, um, Bill just said, this is exactly uh, what we had in mind for 3D printers. Uh, we think there's going to be a lot of new firmwares and innovations in the 3D printing world using the Grand Central, which is maybe also called the M4 Mega or something. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. People call it whatever they want. All right, so this is a little um, M4 badge that I made. It's got buttons and NeoPixels uh, and then a light sensor, a little bit like a Halloween. It's got that like Halloween thing on the back with the speaker, um, feather wings, some Stemma connectors, um, audio amplifier, a little battery space. It's a kind of a wider feather wing um, with buttons. And, uh, but it's a nice little you design. You can't answer this because it's a question because it's not out yet, but I'm going to ask it and yeah. then you can just think about it and answer it when it's out or something. Does, uh, will the Grand Central use the six pin ICSP header as its SPI connector per the Uno 3 header faux standard? Yes, it is. It okay. is. It has, this is, you know, I mean, Grand of course you have multiple circoms so you wow. can put SPIs anywhere, but this is the main SPI port and this is the main I2C port. Right. But, you know, you have like, you can use any of these pins. There's, there's circoms all over this thing. So, you know, you can have up to eight SPI I2C UART devices. Back in the vault. Back in the vault. Too many, too many, there's too no, much talking. No, stop asking questions, Too much everybody. talking. Okay. Um, speaking of, though, if you want to ask questions about not that stuff, um, go ahead and go to Discord. That's where you answer the questions. Adafruit.it slash Discord. Um, that's where we make a chair. We're almost up to 9,000 people. Um, so you should be one of them if you haven't joined yet. Uh, 
post your questions. We're going to um, we we answered a bunch of questions during the um, during the show. Yeah. Um, so and so we're terrible at keeping secrets. Well, you know, here's the thing about. But isn't that the most fun but, thing? Yeah. Actually, by the way, we are really going to keep these secrets. You just don't know. Well, here's the thing. We actually are under like NDAs with some companies. We have to keep things secrets. so secret. secret. And, and that is so secret, you'll never hear us talk you about it. You don't even know about but it. But this is our own stuff, so we're like, hey, yeah, we're like oh, you know what? Like, it's our stuff, and, and we're an open source company, so what we like to do is show all these things as we go along. We just don't want to answer questions about those in the top secret section because we're just, they're just not. Well, so there. things change. People will be like, how much does it cost? Yeah, I don't know. If you're in Discord, we always put. Uh, things in there, and we call it leaks. If you yeah, I mean, like I put, I put like I okay. commit stuff to GitHub. I know it's not a secret. You know, it's on the internet. All right, I can answer maybe some of okay. these, and you can help with me. Um, uh, repeating the, uh, this from the QA, uh, uh, Bill had asked this. He asked it before, so thanks for putting that back. Um, your videos on Eagle are awesome. That's how Bill learned uh, PCB layout. Yet he had to find a supplier and navigate that process. He uses PCB way and it works well. Do we have any desired plans to add a PCB service or partner with someone? Um, and have a standard path from your guides to complete a PCB? Well, I'll tell you the answer. The answer is probably not, because what happens is people will have a bad experience at something, and then they blame us. What we do is we have a list of um, companies that were like, here's who we use, Advanced or here's Circus who we suggest. Advanced Circuits is great. Osh Park is great. I mean, yeah. I love them. I use Osh Park all the time, but, and I recommend it. But them. Bill, since you're a super user, here's one thing I'll say. Bill, if you have a good experience with PCB way, um, we can have that as a blog post, or if you want to do a guide, like, hey, I learned how to make this on the Adafruit site, and you can put a guide, like, I, I learned it here, and this is the service I use, you know, and, like, just like with Kickstarter or Indiegogo's, when things go wrong, like, people want to blame someone, and because, like, you can chat with us and find us, like, they want to they blame us. Like, we're actually pretty easy to get hold of, so we're just I'm like, right oh, here. sorry. So, um, we wouldn't say, like, Adafruit's the only official one, but we would say, here's some good experience that our community had. So, um, one, that's a good vote of confidence for PCB way. But that was something, if you wanted to do, Bill, either a blog post or a guide, we'd be, we'd be cool with that. Sweet. Okay. Uh, will it ever be possible to have an Adafruit design made 3D printer to friendly price? Has been considered yes, it has. And we um, said no. We said absolutely not. <laughs> because we had so many friends who have 3D printing companies that went out of business. And there's a lot of things that 3D, they're big, they're hard to ship. Um, there's a lot of things that um, you have to be really specialized in if you want to do it well. Um, you're also competing against very subsidized 3D printers out there. So we decided to make the things that go along with 3D printers. Um, this M4 Grand Central will probably be used to drive a lot of 3D printers. We stock all the filaments. But as far as uh, in Adafruit 3D printers, there's people that can do it better, and that's our sole focus. Um, the Lulzbot one is pretty good if you want to open source one. We used to stock it. Um, okay. Let's see. Is there a boost tech, uh, topology best suited for wearable project to power the N nth light strip um, from LiPo power. DigiKey has a charge pump, flyback, forward converter, and SEPIC <sighs> options. Anything stand out particular, good or bad? Don't have audio. Watching stream when I get home. So, oh, it's typing. Yeah, it's, um, oof, those lamps, you know, they use a lot of power. Um, you know, you'll definitely want a boost converter. Um, I don't think you want a flyback or a forward converter. It's a standard boost converter. A charge pump is, is not going to give you enough current. But the problem is you do need quite a, quite a bit of current, so I don't know... You're, you're going to have to find something that can give you like a good amp or so because those those strips are very power hungry. I think. Um, okay. I just like to use a, a you know a couple AA batteries. Um, the PowerBoost 1000 LiPo charger power supply does not pass data pins through the application search. How can I solder wires to the transmit receive to feed data to the application as well as power? Well, yeah, um, that wasn't designed. Uh, I think somebody like made a variant that does do that. Um, I did it on purpose because. 
when you're charging iPhone devices or whatever you don't, you need to have like some that voltage on the power on the, the plug. Um, you can solder little wires, but yeah, there's no, unless you can get um, a splitter. Sometimes you can get USB splitters that can give you data and power. Maybe look for one of those. That way you don't have to do any soldering and then you have power coming out from one and data coming out from another cable. Okay. Uh, what's up? Uh, do you have a favorite uh, side dish? Lady Ada for uh... Oh, I like stuffing. Yeah? Yeah. Cranberry sauce and stuffing. I'm there. That's the, that's the stuff. I disagree. I don't think that's your favorite. What's my favorite? I put it in the chat. What, is Vectrex's? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a Vectrex. <laughs> that's your favorite side side dishes of Vectrex. I love Vectrex. Um, okay, let's see if there's any more questions. Doo, 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 doo. Let me go over here. Um, all right. Oh, those are very uh, nice people. They're thankful for our learning guides and for our products. 1651. Uh, when will the Precision uh, 9 off be back in stock? You ever make no them? idea. Yeah. Ask NXP. They yeah. stop making it. As soon as they send me chips, yeah. I'll make them. Totally nothing I can do about it. Yeah, sometimes um, people who supply the chips don't supply the chips. I cannot get them. If I can get mm -hmm. them, if you find them. If anyone know. knows anyone in, in NXP. If anybody can get them, let me know. In fact, there are people from NXP watching. You should hey, see, the demand, see the demand from the customers. Come that, on, man. It's yeah. been like nine months. Okay. Uh, is the slightly increased price on the Cricut hat versus other Crickets because of the I2S amp? Yes, the, that's yeah. the... Um, the big change, the other ones used a much lower cost, a Class D amp is only you know, like 50 cents. Um, this amplifier is a couple bucks, but it great, gives you such great audio uh, quality. Um, also, this is a double-sided board, so it does add a little bit more um, labor cost, time cost to the manufacturing. I don't exactly know. AIO ready to go PiCade kit with Raspberry Pi and other hardware? Adafruit IO ready? Is Maybe Adafruit IO? I don't know IO. I don't know what the IO is, but yeah. um, the PiCade kit comes pretty much complete. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. And uh, we'll we'll um, we'll, we'll we'll have everyone post up this for themselves. What are you thankful for in the maker community? So um, post up your own thing. You don't don't have to say it for anything, but we appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'll I'll tell you. Th this might be the same one as as you. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, this year in particular, and um, maybe it was even last year or so. I'm thankful that the maker community is starting to move towards what can we do to help other communities. And I think, uh, like Bill's efforts with AT Makers, I think the maker movement was initially like a hobby thing. Like, oh, this is like, this is a hobby. Yeah. And you're just making things for yourself. Yeah. And you got a 3D printer and you made the like Yoda, Yoda head. head. Yeah. And I think what's happening is, um, just like Adafruit is a cause and a business, I think the maker movement is moving towards more cause-based things. It's like, how can we help do air quality sensor stuff? How can we help um, kids, um, like Bill's efforts this weekend in particular, for assistive uh, technologies? Yeah. And I think that's, I'm thankful for the maker movement. It's the people that are doing this, but it's also just sometimes how it is. Um, if you put out a lot of open source hardware and software, people in need, and I don't mean need like um, they're broke, I mean they, they, they have a technology need, mm -hmm. um, but also these things are really expensive, um, where they're able to do more with uh, high quality, low cost hardware like we make, but also the software library. So I'm really thankful that that's happening and there's enough people doing it where it's not just like one solo voice, it's not just one or two people, it's lots and lots of people. So I'm thankful for that um, this year in the maker world specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So that was 
I mean, let's we talk about this. So it's I don't, true. I don't know if I took yours. I, I mean, I'm I'm grateful to the community. I mean, like it's it. If I was here alone, it would this wouldn't be nearly as fun. So I'm kind of selfish in that. I I really love that there's all these people showing off their cool stuff, and I get I'm so inspired, and it's like amazing to watch people build their creations and you know like yeah. you i'm releasing hardware and software to the world and then people take it and they do something cool with it it could be assistive tech it could be um you know uh cosplay related it could yeah. be wearables it could be music it could be anything but they're they're able to make what they have always wanted to and like this didn't used to be possible it used to be really really hard yeah but it's easier and they're helping each other which i always love i love seeing people on discord they help each other um, and and it's not just like a, it's not just like a, a, a braggy show off only thing. It's totally cool to show off, but yeah. it's also helping each other and making well, making it easier for people to share. Like having a good community takes a lot of work, and I think ev- everybody yeah. does their little part in making it a friendly. community. So Adafruit specific, so that was my big like. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm glad the maker movement in general is starting to move towards helping each other. But very Adafruit specific, um, Circuit Python is gluing a lot of these communities together. This is how we uh, Dan Hubbard ran into us. He was doing yeah. an assistive technology project. Um, the inclusiveness and diversity of the CircuitPython community, and this is the work from uh, Dan, Scott, Katni, um, you, like our entire team, that's really bringing a lot of different people together. This is why we have like 9,000 people on Discord. We, there's videos about people saying, well, maybe it's time to also do you know, CircuitPython, MicroPython on microcontrollers and, and move um, from other platforms that are sort of well-known. Like, this is happening pretty fast. Even though it seems like it's happening slow because we're doing this, um, it is happening very fast. So I'm really thankful for that in the maker movement specific to Adafruit because I think it's bringing in a lot of people. Um, when you look at our newsletter, there's artists that are using CircuitPython. Py- Python in general has such a wide reach. It's bringing in a lot of a lot of interesting new ideas and cool people that normally wouldn't be in the electronics world. So I, yes. think, that's, I think that's really... I'm a believer. I think that's really powerful. Yes. So, okay. Uh, okay, cool. Oh, look at this. So, yeah, there's a lot of... There's a lot of uh, Yay, everyone's thankful. Read, read the chat. There's a okay, lot of cool. thankful folks. Do you want to give away some stuff? Yeah, we got to get out of here soon. So, so what away. do you want to give away? We're going to give away a cricket hat. Cricket hat. Wow, cricket we hat. have one? Yeah. Okay, what are the rules? Rules are, if you want something before, you can't win again. Only one winner for my lifetime. First person to call the phone number. I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to say, ahoy, ahoy. And uh, if you answer with your name, uh, where you're calling from, and a project you're working on, or you want to work on, or something you're thankful for. Bonus, you don't have to say a project if you just want to say what you're thankful for. Um, when this phone rings, twice. We ran out of Cricket Hat, so you can No, no, we have, we have one. No, 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 sh- but I'm I mean, saying you can't buy them in the store right now. No. So if you wanted to get one, this is the only but one. But we have a stash. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. okay. You have one. So dial this phone number. Dial this number, and it's going to ring this, this magical, oh, well, okay. It. And it rings right. twice. All right. I'm going to say ahoy, ahoy. Okay. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. Ahoy, ahoy. You reached Ask an Engineer. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. ahoy. Okay, can you turn off your computer audio? Yeah, I'm trying. Okay. Oh, wait. I did. Okay, great. Well, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, it's Phil in Pennsylvania. Wow, Phil from Pennsylvania. Well, this is it. You're like the Phillies, Pennsylvania. You're like the gritty eyes, maybe. Okay, what's a... <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, you're the winner of a cricket hat. We're showing off the uh, the gritty eyes. Uh, but you've won uh, product number 3957. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, and say, hey, it's Phil from Pennsylvania, and I won a product number 3957, and they're going to send it to you as soon as possible. That is wonderful. Okay. 
All right, thank you. Wait, I know we gotta make more. So, make Phil, what's the thing you're making, you wanna make, or that you're thankful for this year? I'm like you, thankful for the community. It's so wonderful to, uh, to be a member and a part of it. Okay, well, that's a wonderful yeah. uh, thing. And I'm, I'm thank you for calling, and I'm thankful that you're part of the community too. I hope you build something cool with the cricket hat. Maybe you'll come by show and tell, maybe you'll share it on Discord. Either way, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Stay warm, eat whatever tasty side dishes are your favorites. Okay. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Good night. Thank you. Okay. All right. That's our show. That's the show. Thanks for all the folks sticking around. A couple extra minutes. We had an epic show tonight. Um, of course, we say this every week, but in, in this week in particular, um, thank you everyone uh, here in Adafruit Factory, uh, all our employees. Thank you. All our remote team members, uh, all the Adafruit helpers in Discord, all of the folks that um, help keep Adafruit going, including just if you watch the shows and purchase them once in a while. We very much appreciate it. Um, be good to each other tomorrow. Um, you know it's fun. What? At, uh, at, this? at Thanksgiving. Yeah. If you have some relatives you don't want to talk politics about, talk about the stuff you make. Yeah. Everyone makes something. Yes. And that is an excellent way to d get away from some of the heated discussions that happen across the country every single year. Talk about the stuff you make. Everyone makes something. They'll even talk about the things they used to make. And why aren't they making things now? There's always something to talk about that can bring people together. So that's just some, that's just some advice. I agree. Um, so thank All you, right. uh, everyone. Um, we'll see you next week. 7.30 p.m. Gobble, gobble. Eastern time for show and tell. 8 okay. p.m. for Ask an Engineer. And uh, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you thank for you. Um, keeping us a 100% woman-owned, independent, profitable company. No loans, <laughs> no venture capital. We've been able to do this, and it's only been because of you, so thank you. I can't wait to write code this weekend. That's right. We're going to do that. I love it. It's cold out. I'm going to write some code. <laughs> okay. All right, Bye, everybody. everybody. And uh, here is your moment of Zener. <laughs>